Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The federal government remains on a hot streak as it exceeds its government-wide small business contracting goal for the fifth year in a row. According to the scorecard put out by the Small Business Administration, small business contracting exceeded $100 billion for the first time ever in fiscal 2017. SBA says that's about 23% of the government's overall contracting spending. The IRS's budget for fiscal 2019 could mean more job cuts. The National Treasury Employees Union says the Trump administration's request for next fiscal year could mean cutting nearly 6,000 more employees at the agency. NTEU estimates the IRS has already lost over 22,000 full-time employees since 2010. The IRS has lost more than $700 million from its budget in the same period of time. It's report card day for the government's IT modernization efforts, and several agencies are in big trouble. Eleven agencies saw their grades drop in the latest Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA, scorecard. The Defense Department earns the only F-plus grade, while the Agency for International Development saw its A-minus grade drop to a C-minus, in part because their CIO doesn't answer directly to the administrator or deputy administrator. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee releases its expanded FATARA report card today. Five agencies saw their grades go up, including the Transportation Department, earning a C+, which is up from an F-plus last time. I'm Jason Miller. NASA has not documented its IT strategic planning processes. A new report from the Government Accountability Office says the agency is not regularly assessing competency or staffing needs for its IT workforce. And NASA has neither an agency-wide cybersecurity risk management strategy nor a dedicated office to oversee risks. The report does say, however, that NASA has designated a risk executive and is developing a cybersecurity strategy. Oregon Senator Ron Wyden says it's time for the Defense Department to fall in line with federal policies on website security. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. In a letter to the Pentagon's Chief Information Officer, Wyden points out that many of DOD's websites are still using unencrypted connections to serve content to the public. That includes the DOD CIO's own website. Instructions from the Office of Management and Budget three years ago ordered all federal agencies to deploy HTTPS by the end of 2016 to provide secure connections between web browsers and government websites. A binding up operational directive from the Homeland Security Department last year reiterated that requirement. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Senate Armed Services Committee begins the full markup of the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill today. The subcommittees finish their markups Tuesday. The Senate will not release any details on the bill until it's finalized by the committee. The House brought its version of the Defense Authorization Bill to the floor on Monday. More service members will be getting bonuses for re-enlisting. The Army is boosting its bonuses for Security Force Assistance Brigade, non-commissioned officers, and junior enlisted in certain occupations who re-enlist. Bonus increases range from about $10,000 to $44,000. Soldiers who re-enlist 10 to 15 months before the end of their current enlistment period are eligible for an extra $3,000 if they sign up for five years and $6,000 if they sign up for six years or more. Lawmakers are taking a closer look at the structure of the Veterans Affairs Department. The Veterans Health Administration is made up of 18 veteran integrated services networks responsible for health care in specific regions, but a recent Inspector General investigation finds leaders at some of these networks were unwilling or unable to fix known problems. VAIG Michael Missel tells the House Veterans Affairs Committee the VISN's failures to correct the problems are a breakdown of systems and leadership at multiple levels. 
in a survey of 26 agencies, finds they're doing a better job in training new managers than providing continuing education for existing managers. The Office of Personnel Management makes five recommendations to help improve the accessibility, adequacy, and effectiveness of training for new and existing federal managers. The survey also finds departments are struggling across the board to ensure new and existing supervisors have formal development plans. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.